Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is very special because it's my birthday. And that being said, I have uh, been sharing my birthday with a friend of mine since we were in kindergarten because we've been in the same class <laughs> since kindergarten. Um, her name is Isabel, and we decided that we were going to get together and answer 22 questions back and forth um, for 22 years of our amazing lives. And so basically today we're just going to go through this list. She had 11 questions, I had 11 questions. Together that makes 22 and that there folks is more math than I like to do on any given day. So here you go, the birthday podcast. Hi! All right. Well, happy. I guess, well, when I post this, happy birthday. It will be know, right? our this actual day. birthday. We sound like Frosty the Snowman, but that's okay. <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> okay, so I thought we could do 22 questions for yeah. our fabulous 22 years of life. Oh, yeah. Um,. You're the guest. Would you like to? Would you like to start? Um, sure. I'm just gonna go down the list that I created. Okay. So, the number one, since it is our birthday, it was your favorite birthday memory. Favorite birthday memory. I'm like struggling to remember all of them. Right. Um, probably last year. Ironically enough even though it was the pandemic um because i got to facetime with a bunch of my friends that i normally like wouldn't see um and then i went for like a run with um sarah campista Mm -hmm. so i don't know we found a way to make it special so i thought that was kind of nice that's nice how about you um i've had a lot i've been like thinking about it recently like what have my past ones been i've had some good ones I remember there was this one year that I made like homemade pasta with Sophie. Ooh. I was at Sophia Canazaro's house. That's where my birthday party was. And we decided to make homemade <laughs> pasta. That was cool. But um, in recent years, my favorite has probably been two years ago. I was able to, because I lived in, I lived in um, Fullerton. So I was able to, and I worked at Disneyland. So I was able to go to Disneyland yes. on my birthday. When I turned twenty, and it was also the year that Endgame came out, so it was oh, just a wow. And those those movies came, always came out around my birthday, so it was just like that was a wild birthday. That sounds like a good one. My first question: How are you celebrating this year? Um, I'm like not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I have like I have this. Because it's my last year of my undergrad, and so I have all these things. Like I have a schedule that I do things and do my schoolwork and my homework. And Wednesdays are typically one of my heavier days. I feel and that. So, so I'm just gonna do my homework. Probably get in and out. That's probably gonna be my <laughs> dinner. Um, and I think we're gonna do like a Zoom meeting with my family. But like, 
that's it not much that sounds about right i i have a job as a med receptionist right now if you can't tell by my scrubs um so i will be working from 7 a.m to 5 30 p.m and then what? probably doing some homework and taking a nap there you go See, yeah this is what happens as you get older with your adulting birthdays. is so great I know. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. My second one is, what was the best birthday present you ever got? Um, I don't know if it counts as a present, but my parents let me get a bounce house when I turned 18. <laughs> and I had all of, like, my friends from robotics come to the house, and we're, like, between the ages, like, 15 and 18 and we were like partying in this bounce house and then my younger neighbors from down the street came to play with us they're like five and actually like you know age appropriate for a bounce house but I thought it was really fun um trying to think of mine it's funny I created the question but I was like what is my I like can't seem to distinguish between birthday and Christmas presents (laughs) that's fair that's fair um i can't i like genuinely (laughs) can't think of a birthday present i usually get like money and gift cards yeah i'm like money is the way to go cash (laughs) yeah wait i think i got a rabbit i think i got my first rabbit as a birthday present once oh so that was pretty cool that sounds guess, like a good yeah, one. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit. Okay, my second question. This is our second birthday in a pandemic. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, for me, this one isn't as bad as the first one. Like, the first one, I really mm-hmm. couldn't do anything or go out. And it being 21st, that's kind of like... Oh, that's society's point of view. It's a, like you're obligated to go out on your 21st birthday and celebrate. And we like were like somewhat legally told not to. <laughs> um, so that was weird. But yeah. Um, yeah, this I mean, this one I'm able to spend with my family, which is nice. Yeah, I live at home now. So. That's nice. Me, me too. Like, me as yeah. well. Positive <laughs> and negative. Positive and negative. <laughs> Yeah, last year, um, Nick Mankey and his family dropped off, like, a mini champagne bottle at my house, and I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, last year, I, I bought myself a bottle of wine, like, I went to the store and bought it, that was me yes. going out and I but... went to get a swirl from a key. I still have never tried those. They're, they're dangerous. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. All right, this one is a little more casual. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, it's like a two-parter. Okay. It's like, what do you have a favorite, like a comfort, like a move, a comfort movie, and then a comfort TV show? Think like a movie that you always go and watch, or a TV show that you always go and watch. Yes, comfort movie, Love Actually. Oh, it's that's good. so. It's so good. Something. This is so dumb, but like something about listening to people's British accents just calms my soul so that's usually the go-to movie um go-to show there's too many i feel like 
my comfort shows are kind of um, not normal ones. So they're like <laughs> SVU, <laughs> Game of Thrones, Doctor Who. <laughs> they're like kind of edge of your seat shows, but I don't yeah. know. I like them. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I have multiple of each. Right. Of course. My, <laughs> there are so many. I would say like my comfort movies are like 10 Things I Hate About You is one of my favorite rom-coms. And I always just go and watch that because <laughs> I'm like, you're great. Um, that's all I can think of right now. Because like I, I rewatch so many movies. Me too. That I think <laughs> things that I need to watch every year just for me yes so I wouldn't necessarily say they're comfort but I definitely have comfort tv shows um and the two that are like totally comfort for me are Gilmore Girls and How I Met Your Mother How I Met Your Mother those are my comfort shows oh it's so good (laughs) those are my comfort shows I like to rewatch Supernatural a lot, but I yes. don't, I wouldn't consider it a comfort show. I I can understand like, that. That it's like edge of the seat kind right. of wanna you go you wanna be there with them <laughs> like experience it. And it's not like you can have it playing in the background and then you see a scene and you're like, Aw like that Aww. that's sometimes sometimes that a can dead happen. Girl. Like you have brotherly moments, but <laughs> no. It's so yeah. <laughs> that that's fair. What is one thing that people don't know about you? My gosh. Um, or, like, something people wouldn't, like, guess about you at a first glance. That's tough. Because I feel like I'm pretty open and, like, sometimes easy to read. At least I've been told this in the past. People never really saw me playing an instrument in high school I think I think I've been told that like once or twice but then I've also been told oh yeah you look like the person that would play an instrument and I was like okay so (laughs) (laughs) I really don't I really don't know what that would be yeah Yeah, that's a tough one I feel like I'm also like or at least I'll tell people things yeah um I'm a pretty open book like if someone asks me something I'll just be like oh yeah like and then if they're like, oh, I didn't expect that from you, then it's like, oh, a lot of it has to do with, like, yeah. more personal life. If anything, <laughs> maybe, like, like, if I'm, like, obsessed with something, like Marvel, I'll try absolutely. to, I'll try to, like, People tone it down. Me. Like, you know, <laughs> if a, cu- like, a customer mentions it, I'm like, oh, what a lovely film. But if they're, like, into it, and then I just unleash my I mean, inner nerd, you know, and they're like, whoa, wasn't expecting that. Yeah yeah that one's a tough one that one that one's really tough like I feel like there are moments that I can think of but I'm like no because at the same time I would just say that out loud yeah I'll tell people anything if they ask (laughs) exactly exactly I'm the same way um okay my okay my fourth one is about it says a story you remember about you and me so if there's a moment that like strikes your mind because we've known each other since literally <laughs> so if there's a moment that strikes your mind that's like yes i remember this this is what comes up when it com- comes down to you and i there's like two i remember decorating cupcakes at your house in like kindergarten 
for our birthday. Like, we did, like, a joint, like, when, when it was acceptable to, like, bring home-baked goods to class. Um, I remember that. And then I remember, I'm pretty sure it was either last year or two years ago when you texted me and we're like, let's do birthday shots. And I was, like, was I was, like, so caught it. off guard because I was, like, oh, my God, because my old roommates were very, like, uninclusive. So to be, like, texted out of the blue like that, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so, like, included. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about, um, like, the joint. Because that sounds, like, that sounded so familiar, doing a joint birthday party. And I literally asked my mom, I was like, did we ever do a joint birthday party with Ayla? I don't know if we ever did, like, a joint, like, party. But definitely if we were in, like, the same class, I think we definitely coordinated a little bit yeah because i i do remember going to your house once for a party i definitely have the photos (laughs) yeah i don't remember what the party was for but i remember that so yeah i'm trying to think of another one there's just there's just so many like they're like random little things though. They're random they're like, things. Like, oh, there's nothing little, like gigantic, like, but yeah. they're like little oh, sprinkles yeah, of right. things. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I don't know what else. Um Okay, I'm gonna do one similar, but it doesn't okay. necessarily have to be like a you and me memory. But oh, yeah. what is your funniest memory from like elementary school? Oh my god, elementary <laughs> school? Oh. Um, okay, well, it's, I don't know if it's funny, but, I mean, looking back, it's funny. But in the moment, I wasn't laughing. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> it was in third grade, and my mom had told me, like, the day before, or the morning of, like, hey, remember, I have to go somewhere right like right from when I pick you up from school so I need you to be out there immediately and I was like okay okay I promise and then something in my little mind we had a substitute class for Miss Kawar I believe her name was third grade and we had a sub and I don't know what we were doing I don't remember but I remember taking scissors and deciding to cut my hair in class oh my god in third grade (laughs) um and so I just went like la 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 just like snipping my my hair off and this is like not the first time I've done this (laughs) I think I did it to one of my Barbie dolls when I was younger and my dad like called my mom was like um your daughter just got her hair (laughs) anyway and (laughs) And then I remember, like, the substitute, like, reprimanding me, like, how dare you cut your hair in class, what? like, blah, blah, and I had to stay back, like, after the bell rang, and, like, go to the principal's office, and I remember my mom being like, what is taking so long? <laughs> because I, we didn't have, I didn't have a phone, and so I couldn't, like, text her and be like, right. hey, sorry, decided to cut my hair in class, so I can't make it out to the bell like you want me to. And then I remember getting in the car, my mom was like, are you serious? <laughs> She was like, well, I gotta go. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> and I, like, came out crying. I'm like, I'm so sorry. But in, in retrospect, <laughs> it's not. It wasn't that big of a deal. And I feel like the sub overreacted. <laughs> oh, my God. My story 
is also about a sub, but it goes in a different <laughs> direction. <laughs> Do you, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Do you remember um, Mr. Mac? Did you ever have him as a sub? Like a tall, skinny, white guy with good hair. No, I can only think of the Mr. Mac that was at Castellano. The, the older one, right? Yeah. Okay, so that. imagine, like, a, a more handsome version. Like, if Sam Claflin was average. <laughs> um, And I had, like, the biggest crush on him in, like, third, fourth grade. And I used to, like, sneak back into the school at, like, lunch recess, like, after class, and go find him. And I put together this notebook of, like, research on the Bermuda Triangle that I thought was so interesting. And I was like, Mr. <laughs> Mac, like, look what I did. Like, I feel so smart. And he'd just be like, oh, that's really nice, sweetheart. And then I go home and I'm like, Mr. Mac, call me sweetheart today. And I'm, like, <laughs> scribbling in my journal. <laughs> and everybody knew about it. There was this kid, Ben. Um, I don't remember his last name, but he had, like, that flippy hair that, like, every kid had. And this one time in a in assembly, when we're all sitting on the floor, you know, he started this whole thing going through the floor, like, Kayla has a crush on Mr. Mac. And I was like, what? No, I, no, I don't. That's stupid. Oh, my God. Why would you say that? <laughs> but everybody knew. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I don't remember that sub. But that's hilarious. Pains me, but <laughs> you know what else? I, this is just a side note. Um, just thinking about it now. Do you remember how obsessed our fifth grade class was with Liberty Kids? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like the entire class, because I think all the classes had to watch it. Yeah. And every single class, like, was obsessed. Like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm that character. I'm that right. character. No, I'm yes. that character. And I was like, like just wow. <laughs> I'm like shocked because I found out like fairly recently, like a couple years ago, um, that the guy who sings like the theme song, it's Aaron Carter, as in like Nick yeah. Carter from the Backstreet Boys little brother. That's I was great. like, what the heck? Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> there's there's so many like we could probably spend a whole podcast on like elementary on school stuff. <laughs> Liberty <kids. laughs> but, um, but this is about our birthday. Right. Okay. What is your next question? I think we're on five. And it continues on the birthday track. Okay, I'm ready. Your ideal birthday dessert. Oh my god. It used to be strawberry pie, but I've kind of shifted. Okay. I'm like such a sweet tooth person, so it's really hard to pick, but what I'm making this year it's a white cake with um cool whip and like fresh fruit it's oh, it's like nice. it's really light it's very simple but it's right. like very tasty that's amazing i used to be a hardcore chocolate cake yes go decadent like exactly like <laughs> go home. go big or go home like Rich. i don't want anything else it better be chocolate cake with chocolate <laughs> frosting i don't want it um but I just love dessert. It's so, so if I could have like I feel like cake is like obligatory on a, on your birthday. Right. And one of my uh old college roommates, she had this tradition with her family where and her birthday is close to ours, um she would get an ice cream cake. 
Ooh. And I remember living with her and being like, that's the only thing you want for birthday. She was like, that's all I want. I want ice cream cake. And I was like, okay. And we got ice cream cake and we had ice cream cake for like a week. And that was delicious. And I might get an ice cream cake this year. So. Ice cream cake is... <laughs> It's so good. And I forgot how good it was. Um, but yes, cake. Ugh, it is my we need dessert. more of it. Okay, what is your favorite pastime? If it's not, you know, like work and homework as we're required to do. As we're required to do. My favorite pastime. I used I like I used to say like especially when I lived excuse me um in when I lived in Fullerton because I was so close to Disney and I was able to get in for free I used to be like Disney let's go <laughs> like why not but in the past year I've just realized how much I appreciate staying in and just <laughs> chilling like that is like I do not like getting ready I do not <laughs> like like looking presentable the sheer amount of effort to like put on mascara exactly (laughs) and once in a while yeah i'll do it but like if i could just stay at home glass of wine (laughs) my rabbit running around the living room watching a good movie or tv with delicious dinner oh yes solid that's that's like that's great for me and like i've just grown to appreciate that so much ever since i've been like home ever since I moved yeah. back home because I would not cook and mm-hmm. now like I'm learning how to cook and stuff like that with being back home with my mom and my dad it's just yeah like I literally tell my friends all the time like I want to be when I am older if I am not sitting on my couch <laughs> with a glass of wine or like a glass of wine in my hand while I'm making dinner I don't want it <laughs> like, that's my goal <laughs> and all my friends are like you're crazy and I'm like I know <laughs> It is what it is. (laughs) I really like, um, I do bad movie nights with Brie and Sarah. So we'll go to Total Wine and we'll like stock up like wine, alcohol, snacks, whatever. And we come back and we pick like the worst movie and we'll just like watch it. Because Brie and I used to do it in theaters. We used to like once a month go see the worst movie in theaters. And since the theaters closed, we're like, let's get Sarah involved and like let's just watch bad movies. And it's pretty That's awesome. it's pretty fun. <laughs> it's a fun way to pass That's time. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I do like spending time with friends, but like if I could do like what you said, like a movie night at home, that's like yes. for me. Pillow like, forts, fairy lights. There you go. Perfect. perfect. Okay, my next one. If you could plan, doesn't I mean I said your perfect birthday day, mm-hmm. but if you if you want to make it into your perfect day in general, you can do that. But since this is about our birthday, yes, I mean if it was pre-COVID, the perfect birthday day is like one, I would be at a convention of some kind. Oh yes, and I would like maybe get like pancakes and like coffee on the way there. And then just spend the day, like, nerding out with people. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then, you know, like, sometimes they have, like, the after parties, so then you don't have to worry about it. And then we'd be, like, 22, so, like, we could drink this time. Right. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
for me, I feel like it would be like, okay, we're talking about ideal birthday day. Like prime of your life birthday day. Brunch, 100%. Oh, brunch, brunch is so good. Like with mimosas? Of course. Yes. <laughs> the last time I went to brunch, I got an Irish coffee. Oh. Cool. Um, but I forgot to get iced, which sucked. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, probably brunch. And then I'd probably like... Oh, no, I got it. I got it. I figured it out. Okay. <laughs> just just in this moment right now, I figured it out. Brunch. Probably chill a little. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Go to a dinner. Yes. Like a nice, fancy dinner. And then go to a, a musical of oh. whatever type that I am interested on my birthday in that year. Of course. Like, that would be, that'd be awesome. I miss theater so much. I was thinking so about that on the drive home, actually. <laughs> so do I. That's actually one of my future questions that we will get to. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay, I have one that I thought I was trying to be uplifting. I don't know if it's going to come off sounding like <laughs> vain, but like what's your favorite thing about yourself? Like what are you like proud of about yourself? That's tough because I'm going to go back to since I moved home. Ever since I moved home, I like I knew actually that's actually a perfect example. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself for making the decision to move home when COVID hit because I, I, so I lived, I lived with an amazing roommate. I love her to death. Still do. She's incredible. Um, we hated our apartment though. It was horrible. (laughs) Um, and I lost my job and we couldn't leave Mm -hmm. or do anything. And school was just gross. We couldn't figure out how to do it. Like no one could figure out what was going on. And we just had all these plans and I was just so like sad and depressed and just because of everything that was going on. And I was just like, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. And yeah. so I ended up moving. Well, I, well, I went home for like a month mm-hmm. it, during summer. I would like, I, I hadn't, I wasn't planning on moving back. My roommate, I and I were planning on, my roommate and I were planning on like getting a new place mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Cause like, we were like, it'll be fine. Like the pandemic won't last that long. Um, and then I was literally, I came back, it was late, late July, early August. I went back to the, um, I went back to Fortune and I decided I like, literally I walked into my apartment and I started crying. I was like, Oh, this is going to be bad. (laughs) And I like, I was literally there for a week, but like, every single day I would cry a little bit and I was like, this is not healthy. I don't want to do this for the next yeah. year. So I, with the help of my mother made the decision <laughs> to move back home. So I went, didn't have the stress of not having a job. I didn't have the stress of having to pay rent without a job and all of this stuff. And so I was very proud of myself that I actually had the courage to make that decision. And even though it like, it's sad that I did have to make that decision without saying goodbye to like right. old coworkers and like old friends that I had at, at college, but I made that decision. And if I didn't, I would be very, 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 se- probably severely depressed right now yeah. if I had stayed. So making that decision was, I'm very proud of myself that I did that. That's and it's like a tough decision. 
it's a very like, tough this was gonna be what like our senior year right and yeah, we had exactly. to you know like, make that decision exactly. and like la- kind of last minute almost exactly so that's it's crazy but like yeah. also like I'm glad I made it because I realized it was a good decision yeah because I also realized I didn't know what I wanted to do after college I don't even so being able like being able to have that like time to like reflect mm-hmm. and everything like that was really helpful yeah so yeah we got a safe environment too like with our parents exactly so yeah do you um probably either like creativity or i don't know i feel like i make myself laugh way too much like i'll just say something stupid and i'm like oh that's hilarious is like peak comedy um (laughs) one time i took a photo of um mitchell musso from like Hannah Montana and I photoshopped his face onto a bowl of miso soup and I was like Mitchell miso and I laughed at it for like 15 minutes um I don't know I think just you know being able to laugh at dumb things yeah yeah having a sense of humor and like being being able to make yourself laugh is pretty irritating (laughs) yeah because I mean I'd rather like laugh about you know things than cry about them so i just i tend to make jokes as a coping mechanism but i crack myself up with it a (laughs) hundred percent did that all the time early pandemic that's all we did like come on (laughs) and like the thing is i think it's a thing for our generation because you know if i say that in front of like my parents or like my grandparents they're like are are you okay (laughs) and i'm like yes "Yes and no but like it was a joke (laughs) we don't have to get into that don't ask me about it again (laughs) uh yes that is comedy comedy is the key peak comedy okay my next one it is also in the same kind of direction about yourself and like stuff like that but it is what is something that you would want to tell your past self if you were given the opportunity? Oh, I think I'd keep it, like, simple, but with meaning. Like, I think I would just go tell myself, like, hey, things are going to be okay. Because, I mean, in middle school and high school, I was in, like, a very bad place. And i just come home and cry about literally, like, nothing, if not something really stupid. Or I'm like, oh my god, you know, if I have to change my major, it's going to be the end of the world. And now I'm like, I've changed my major like three times in the past four months. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just reassurance. Like, everything's going to be fine. You know, like, stop stressing yourself out about jobs and stuff. You're like 15. Right, yes. <laughs> I would tell myself the same thing. I'd just be like, don't worry. Everything is going to be fine. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you're gonna make it and you're gonna find happiness and all of this stuff it'll be okay yeah. it's not it may not be we're in the gonna time, like, be okay <laughs> but you'll get there i promise i think um i saw this thing on facebook that was like all the kids in elementary school that you know were um in like honors and whatever they're like i think that stressed us all out because now we're like on edge and have anxiety and i'm like that's oh, so literally true. i think about that all the time i'm like high school ingrained this like anxious perfectionist person in me but you don't have to be that yeah the college professors also like don't i don't want to say they don't care but they're like 
call me Joe. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, have a PhD. Well, I have the same experience with my professors. A lot of more of my professors are very, especially because I'm a psych major and with a criminal justice minor, I, it's very, they care about you. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't care what the school says. I don't care whatever. If you need time, take a mental health day. If you need this, take this. I am here for you. You can talk to me about anything. And I'm like, this is college. What? This is so nice. <laughs> so yeah let's see this is also kind of in the theme what is some advice that you live by that you would tell either other people or like younger kids interesting well okay i'll start with this i used to be obsessed with this one line from the television show boy meets world and it was where the older brother eric talks to Corey, the main character he's like you know what little bro life's tough get a helmet and then he bops him on the head <laughs> i used to be obsessed with that line it used to be my instagram bio all this stuff and in reality it's true like if you unpack it a little bit yeah you can understand that yeah you're gonna go through some things and you're gonna go through some stuff and you just it, you'll be okay though you just gotta have a nice layer of protection it can be like i feel like that saying can be examined through so many different lenses that it's it's a good one to go by, but I don't know if I would use that advice anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, I would in a sense, right. but at the same time, I would be like, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah, that would be it. Like it's just okay phrasing it differently. Yeah. I, I can't think of the way to phrase that right now, but if mm-hmm. it had the meaning, it's okay to be vulnerable that is entirely the advice and message that I would live by and do. That's good advice. Mm -hmm. I think I would say like, don't be afraid to be different and like own being different because, you know, I just like was watching this orientation thing for my school and it was like, you know, if people were all the same, like the world would be one, very boring, but two, very like static. Like the only reason we're progressing as like, a country, a city, a people, is because people have the nerve to be different and, like, test things out. And I was always so scared. I The way I think about it is in elementary school, you know, when it's, like, pajama day and I'm in the car and I'm like, oh, my God, what if, like, no one else is wearing pajamas? Like, oh what if gosh, we got the day yes, wrong? I used to have that <laughs> Literally, I'd have to be, like, looking through the window to see someone else in footsie pajamas and I'm like, oh, okay, it's fine, I'll blend in even though that. it's different. Like... I feel like just just own it. Like at the very least, like you yeah. look weird, but like you're comfortable. Yeah. Right. Oh, like, no, and like that last statement is entirely <laughs> the whole other piece of advice. Like be comfortable with yourself. Like that's so important and powering. Yeah. I feel like so. um, it's very pushed on kids now to like fit a certain. mold and i'm like you don't have to do that break the mold who cares we don't need mold mold is gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's no cheese here staying on the same line of reflection okay (laughs) do you think in the past that you would end up where you are right now no (laughs) um geez where do i start with that um for one I didn't think I would be 
in Texas living at home with my parents right. um, with a business degree. Um, but also I would never have thought I'd be working even temporarily in a medical office because I'm like really like germophobic and especially in a pandemic, I'm like, Ooh, gross. Don't touch me. But I don't know. Like, I don't hate it. I actually kind of enjoy it. It's very different. Um, yeah, I thought I was like, I'm going to be living in Africa in a treehouse doing wildlife photography, like living my best life. I'm like, that's not that's not how it works when you're 22 in a pandemic in America (laughs) right yeah what about you I did not expect (laughs) to be living back at home as I'm turning 22 I definitely thought that I would have like right now pandemic no pandemic Mm would have been living my best living my quotation marks best life (laughs) um at Cal State Fullerton, like, still working at Disney, going to Disney all the time. Like, that's literally what I expected my senior year to be, just with legal drinking. That would have been <laughs> so cool, especially because Galaxy's Edge with, like, the cantina. Oh, let's, uh, in the opening of Marvel Land, let's not talk about it. Let's I've still never it. been. I've never been oh, to the, oh, the oh. cantina. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> did not expect to be living back at home. But, um, like you said, I... I'm not mad about it. Uh, I don't regret the decision I made. This is something I needed to do in retrospect. So no regrets. Just didn't expect I'd be here. Knew that I'd come out with a psych major. That was right. the one thing that I didn't <laughs> know I was going to come out with. But didn't know that I would... Also didn't know that I would decide to take a year off from continuing education. I definitely Fair. thought that I would go straight into grad school because like we said that's what the education system ingrains in you right. to do but when you go out in the real world that's not entirely how it happens a lot of people get their master's or doctorate degrees right years after they've graduated from their undergrad so yeah all these things I <laughs> thought I it would be expect. like so much easier to get a job after college I don't know why I thought it was going to be easy um But I definitely thought, you know, like, oh, you apply to, like, a handful and you'll start getting interviews. But I'm like, some of these places are like, you need a 2.0 GPA and a high school diploma. And so I apply with my one and a half degrees and, you know, experience. And they're like, we've decided to pursue other directions. I'm like, what direction are you going? What the heck? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's something I was also... That's something I also realized, like, experience is more important than the degree. Yeah. In a lot of cases. In, granted, in some cases and in some fields that you need that degree and that education in order to pursue and be successful in the field. Mm-hmm. But, like what you're saying, when you're looking for a job right out of college, they don't necessarily care about the degree. Right. They're just like, oh, you have a degree? Cool. Like, did you, have you worked for... Do, I, do you have six like, years of experience and a master's? Have, I'm like, no, exactly. but no, but look at my bachelor's stuff. <laughs> but, but I did it. I, I completed the I, degree. I, I finished. The I'm done now. <laughs> uh, but yeah. A so. tragedy. <laughs> um, Let me see. Okay, I'm going to skip around the Go themes. 
What's your favorite vacation spot that either you want um, to go or have not or or have been before? Okay, so um, I am very fortunate and lucky that I have been able to travel um, and I have traveled to the places that I have been able to travel. Um, and I absolutely fell in love with Italy when I went to Italy. <laughs> um, so I will always remember Italy. Venice was my ultimate favorite destination that I've been to still to this day. Like I just dream. I'm like, I'm going back to Italy. No Is it as like romantic no as one... it looks in the movies? Absolutely. It was just breathtaking and beautiful. And I was like, can I live here? Like, this is amazing. Um, so Italy is definitely up there. Um, I was also very lucky that I did a session abroad, because I only went for two weeks, um, in Madrid, in Spain. Right. And that was incredible. So Spain is another... Definitely travel back to and would consider it a top. Yeah. That looked so fun. I remember I was like living vicariously through your your Instagram story. I'm like, was, oh, that looks so incredible. cool. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Um, I gotta throw Europe up there in general. I mean, absolutely. Really, like, I've only really been to like London and Wales, but I definitely intend to move back to London as soon as I can get my capitalist hands on a visa. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't spend that much time in London, and I would love to go back there. It as was well. like just really nice, and like something about like you know like roaring like green fields and sheep and like castles. It's just so beautiful, and I really love like the old architecture too. Yes, like um, Paris uh, at the Louvre, like outside, they have like all these statues of these people just all along the walls. And I'm like, someone chiseled this, like, with their bare hands when you sit here and think about it. Like, that's so impressive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd love to go back and also explore different parts of Europe, too. Switzerland okay. is up there on my list. That'd be cool. Yeah. I just want to travel all the time. I want to see the world, man. Yeah. After I went to Italy, I was like, I need to come back. And I told myself, and it is in my heart, I'm promising to do this to myself. We're, I need, we're like, ready. I need to spend, like, a month or two there and just travel the entire country. Because it's called self-care. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We've earned it. 100%. Oh, man. And I guess that kind of leads into my next question. Um. Um, which is a bucket list. Do you have things in your life that you need to get done or you want to do? Yeah, I have. Oh, man, I made a bucket list book when I was, like, 15. And it's mm. somewhere stored away with my scrapbooks. But there is, like, some, like, good stuff in there. Um, and then there was some, like, really dumb stuff. Like, one of them's, like, it's on my bucket list to be escorted from a premises. In whatever context <laughs> that may be. But it was up there. Um, another one's like, go, you know, live, live fearlessly, whether that's, you know, going skydiving yeah. or bungee jumping, but, you know, not thinking about it and just taking that leap. 
That's something yeah. I'm really bad at doing because I overanalyze everything. What if the Same. rope snaps? What if I trip and it goes wrong? What if I look stupid while I do it? Like, like don't think about it. Like, just jump. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Um, so one of my top ones, as I just talked about, is my month-long trip to Italy. Yes. That's up there. Um, I have never swam with dolphins, and I kind of want to. Like, part of me feels horrible because they're, like, right. captured and not in the best environments that they should be. They need to be living their best lives in of course. the ocean. But that'd be cool, I feel like. Right. Like And, like, honestly, like, now that I analyze it a little bit, like, just, like, being able to scuba dive or snorkel near dolphins, I think that would suffice. Like, that, just seeing them in the wild in, like, beauty, like, just beauty in the like, yes. ultimate beautiful form, like, that would be amazing. Um, I want to go in a shark cage. That's another one. Really? Yeah. Like, the ones where you, like, go in yeah. and you're surrounded by sharks, like, that'd be dope. Um, I want to go on an active volcano site, which I feel like I would do be that. pretty. I would do that. Because of Hawaii, like, you can mm-hmm. actually go to, like, active volcano sites. So, like, that's something that I want to do. And then I feel like there was one more. But, like, I've had, like, a list <laughs> of things that I'm like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. But, yeah. And a lot of them have to do with um, what we've kind of talked about in the past, like, traveling. A lot of them yes. have to do with traveling. Just because I love the world (laughs) earth is beautiful and i want to see it no i want to swim with manatees so bad at the crystal river i think it's called in florida interesting and like i don't know because they're just so rotund so graceful so like Uh quiet i don't know they don't i'm so scared of water but like uh this i'd be like this is fine i want a photo with a manatee i want to frame it and put it in my house there you go absolutely definitely um I feel like we kind of touched on this but what in like your past 22 years are you like the most proud of whether it's like a decision you made or like maybe you made like a really cool like finger painting or something um like what would you be like wow I did that there's a lot of proud moments I have where (laughs) it's gonna sound kind of dumb I mean not really because like go women (laughs) but um like shutting down a relationship or like it it wasn't even a relationship but just being like I am done I am tired of this I'm tired of you I'm just like blocking like making that decision to block that number and do all that stuff like I did that literally today So that's pretty good. But I'm also like, just like the fact that like, I don't know, I'm graduating. That's pretty cool. Like I'm proud of I can see your that. gown in the back. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Um, yeah, that's, and I'm just proud that I made the decision to like actually study abroad and go to Madrid. Like proud of that yes. forever. Like, Take those risks. So it's like it's like important powerful things Mm -hmm. that have like made an impact on my life that I'm proud of you know yeah yeah the good stuff yeah and you um 
I mean, like, kind of the same thing, like, you know, having, because yeah. I'm really bad at saying no. Like, I used to let people take my lunch until I was 16 because I didn't want to be oh mean God. and say, no, you can't have, like, my water and my chips. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, being able to tell, like, you know, guys who are, like, twice my age, like, no, we're not friends. Please stop, you know using me yeah. as a sex toy um you know is Never a good okay. a good thing even if it's not like physical yeah. you know i'm like don't speak to yeah. me like that ew yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah that yeah. and then the big thing is since i moved back um last march mm -hmm. i like totally had this freak out moment where i'm like oh my god i owe so much money for college that I didn't yeah. get to do because guess what kiddos if you take out a loan and a pandemic hits you still owe that money to the government <laughs> um, <laughs> so I owed $40,000 to the government and I was like I I am gonna pay this off and yeah. as of today I owe $2,000 Oh my gosh. And I get yeah, paid yeah. on Friday and it's our birthday and I'm expecting like a little bit of money. So I'm like I should be yeah. debt free by the end of May and I'm like That's so awesome. excited to graduate oh debt free. That's so awesome. I'm yeah, proud of us. Incredible. Good for us. Yeah. My next one definitely doesn't go in this. <laughs> um when COVID restrictions lift for Broadway shows and theater, what is the top show on your list? Dang, it was going to be Beetlejuice, but they took it off Broadway, and I'm so bitter about it. But probably the next one is um, my cousin Megan, who was in an earlier podcast episode with me. She is on tour with Mean Girls Broadway as Gretchen Wieners, and we had tickets to go see her like in the summer. And then, of course, you know, the tour shut down. So if yeah. and when it picks back up again, I would, like, love to go watch her perform in Mean Girls. That would be awesome. What yeah. about you? There's, like, so many to pick from. Literally so many. So, many. so before COVID happened, I had tickets to see Once on This Island <gasps> in May. Oh. And then COVID happened, so we couldn't see that. Um so that would probably be like being able to like see that again would be cool but like i moulin rouge i've got Ooh. i've got a soft spot for aaron to make and um we love i would love to fly to new york and see him on broadway when it opens again oh so, my god that's it's up there so i mean i always have to go for the classic and like see rent Every oh, single yes. time, hands down, <laughs> I will go see Rent. <laughs> I love Rent. Uh, I've seen that one twice on stage, which is, I love that I've seen that. But if I had to go for a classic that I would see multiple times, it would be Phantom. Phantom is really good. I really like Les Mis. It's a little bit long, but I really like it. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but I saw it in London and Ooh. don't get me wrong that was that was incredible but when the actor sang um empty chairs at empty tables yes. i didn't cry 
Oh, that's a deal and breaker. And I was like, <laughs> like, why am I not crying? If I'm not this weeping. This should be the part where I cry. <laughs> so I was like, did the actor just not, did I, did I not connect with the actor or is it just me? Right, because <laughs> like, like. What happened? I cried at the Pioneer production of it. I mean, like, granted, <laughs> I'm biased because I, like, helped, like, student direct that show. But, like, I don't know. Also, maybe it was, like, Honestly, watching like, Friends Die. Like, but... Patrick's saying that, right? Hunter yeah, Henry, Connor like, Henry. He, he made me feel more emotional than the actor <laughs> in London. Connor so. Henry can make people cry. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. The boy could act. <laughs> I thought, I don't know, I just feel like that was, like, such a good production, like, for high school standards. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, like, brag on all the other, like, you know, I Bay Area high year. schools, but... That year was really good from what yes. I saw and from being yeah. like someone in the audience. The Drowsy Chaperone and Les Mis were incredible, in my opinion. We had um, OG Broadway Marius come out and watch one of the shows. I remember that. And I was like, wow, Mr. Dini with his connections. <laughs> yes. <sighs> I miss theater. I, uh, anyway. What is your go-to birthday shot? I know legally we've well, only had one year of practice, but... Yes, and I <laughs> was a very good girl in high school and... Me too. The first mm-hmm. year of college. About right, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't drink, I did not drink until about like three-ish years ago. Fair. Um, and the shots I would do... Okay, that's not true. The shots were, like, a lot stronger than the drinks I would drink. Like, I would, I started drinking, like, ice, Smirnoff ices. Me. And, like, stuff like that. Um, and my, then it's my, shots my of vodka. And I, my friends and I would get together and drink ices and, like, four locos. Like, it was just, it was that gross. Truly. <laughs> but, actually, I hate Trulies. Like, no offense to people out there, but I just don't like. <laughs> they just taste too much like water to me. Exactly. If I want they a drink, just, I want I it to think... taste like a drink. Exactly. Um, but so, and I am, I'm half Mexican. So tequila is like, that's, that's it for me. Like it's in my blood almost. And I can take a tequila shot. Like it's the easiest thing in the world. See the way you said, that's it for me. And the way I go, that's it for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same thing with um, one of my friends. She can't do tequila. I cannot. And I... I'm like, give me a tequila shot. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, so yeah, it's typically tequila, but I haven't had a shot in like 10 months. Fair. Like I have not. There's like just no occasion to do yeah, a shot. There's no I don't. The last, the last time I had the opportunity to take a shot, I was a designated driver. Well, no, I, would, I designated <laughs> myself as the driver towards right. the end of the night. So, also because it was my car. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. I'm like, if I take this shot, I might go overboard and I don't want to do that. Right. So, I opted, Fair. I opted out of the shot. But um, I'd probably say tequila. Tequila would be my go to just because it's. I know how to do them, they're easy. Fair. And I enjoy tequila. Do you do a chaser? Do you like do it plain? 
is so it playing? When, when I used to do, um, so my old, um, I called them my psych friends. Like uh-huh. we used to get together and do like, we would, we would have like drinks, drinking nights and stuff like that. And like, we would always take shots. And I used to chase them all the time. Um, ex- but when it got like towards the end of the night, when we would do a shot, I began to chase with water. Mm-hmm. Smart. Which is, smart. Yeah. It, it could, it's it, like, I thought it was smart. I'm like, yeah, I'll uh-huh. chase with water. Like, I didn't really need, I didn't feel the need to like have that extra flavor. I was like, I can handle it. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Um, and so when the pandemic hit and I would take, um, my roommate and I would get drunk, like, weekly um <laughs> we would take we would do shots I would still like chase with water and she'd be like Isabel you're insane and I'm like I don't need the I don't need the sugar to like balance out the the shot um so I typically don't do a chaser just because I don't but also again I haven't had a shot in 10 months so <laughs> what'll happen if I decide to have a shot on my birthday <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so yeah Mine has changed. Usually my go-to is like some kind of vodka. I actually had to Google this because I wanted to tell you what's in it. But I went to um like a bar with my parents and they had this thing called a green tea shot. Have you heard of that before? No. Okay, like so, so what is it? <laughs> so let me tell you, I'm like a lightweight and like the shit was smooth. Um it is a it's mix. Just dangerous for lightweights. I know. It's a mix of <laughs> Irish whiskey peach schnapps and sour mix and it's finished off with a splash of citrus soda oh interesting like it doesn't taste like green tea but it's like smooth and it goes down easy and it doesn't make me feel all like weird after but i'm like ooh, because like it was like a it's probably at least two shot glasses worth in this like bar shot because like obviously like they're expensive um and like i did the whole thing in one and even my mom was like you did that (laughs) and i'm like it's good (laughs) my parents have not seen me do a shot um and i'm okay with that (laughs) they don't need to know (laughs) they don't need to see it but um have you ever had a cinnamon toast crunch shot no what's that so um can't really remember what it is but i think it's um i think it was fireball and a cream base because i did i I did it Mm. like three years ago like it was a long time ago like bailey's cream or like um maybe i don't i I, like i genuinely don't really remember what it was but i know that it was fireball because we were like fireball like are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) um but then they did it and i like I took it and my friend Sarah was like, it tastes like cinnamon toast crunch, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah, like, what the heck? What the heck? <laughs> it was super weird, but like really cool because it literally like tasted like my childhood. <laughs> Have you tried um peanut butter whiskey? No, but my best friend is obsessed with it. She was like, I just discovered peanut butter whiskey. I'm uh-huh. obsessed. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't like whiskey. But... It's strong. <laughs> yeah, it's not really my thing, but I did try it once. I was like, it's you know, it's all right. It still tastes more like whiskey than peanut butter, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, like I said, I take a lot of shots, um, especially because I've been living at home. I drink wine on end, <laughs> like <laughs> red wine, Prosecco, Rosé. <laughs> That's it. Like any type of red wine is typically good for me. I really like the Stella Berry wine. 
it's like a sparkling wine and it tastes like candy and i'm like oh yes no my go-to is pinots i love pinot noir oh i need to i need to go to europe because i genuinely want to find like a red wine that i can drink and not immediately go oh yeah yeah that's also why i like wine tasting because you're able to like see the different flavors and yeah somebody like especially i mean i don't know about texas there's probably wineries down there maybe not um but like here in california we have so many all mm-hmm. over the state and so that's pretty cool i really need to go you just reminded me jensen ackles has a brewery somewhere in texas oh, I-, <laughs> I was like <laughs> we need to go, need to go. You have to <laughs> god i remember him like coming out with that and i was like if i liked beer jensen i'd go to you i don't like beer but if he was there i'd be like wow look at me i'll chug a beer for you jensen i'll do anything for you jensen (laughs) so i ended up changing my last question okay let's make it more fun and lighthearted. i'm ready um and i know that this is something that i feel like you can answer very well because i feel like you've had many of these your favorite celebrity encounter (gasps) oh man i mean okay if you had asked me this like three years ago it would hands down be the one where i met rupert grint because obviously i was like the most die hard you probably remember like (laughs) die hard rupert grint so that one is special even now just because I waited like 10 years and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And everyone's like, no, you're not. And then like, I did it. But if you ask me now, Sebastian Stan has got to be the one. Cause I mean, like, yeah. So I told him a joke first, um, which was, you know, like in the first Captain America, and Steve is applying to, to, like, the war, and he's all, like, scrawny, and you can very yeah. briefly see his, like, medical history. So me and Jenny Rector constantly, constantly, like, roast that one scene. And so I asked Sebastian Stan, I was like, hey, um, so you know how, like, pre-serum Steve is, like, always, like, sick all the time? Like could you say that he like gives the cold war a new meaning and he laughed at it and was like i like how you delivered that and i was like oh my god and then um (laughs) and then he did like his q a thing and i i don't even i think i blacked out because my hand was in the air before (laughs) i could stop myself and i think because i told him this joke that stood out to him he like actually picked me and i was like what the hell (laughs) and i was like um did Shuri have to mathematically calculate the curve of your biceps for the metal arm so that like <laughs> your arms are even? And I was like, oh, I really, I really I just really said that. that. <laughs> and I got it on video, but I printed out a little screenshot of him laughing after. And my mom's like, why do you have this blurry ass photo of Sebastian Stan? And I'm like, you see that smile? I caused that. I that. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, more good. ways I embarrass myself on the daily. How about you, Miss Isabel? <laughs> Let's see. Um, this wasn't an encounter, but it was pretty cool. Um, Chris Hemsworth <gasps> did a candlelight vigil 
for Disneyland's like procession or something something to do at Christmas oh I recall um, okay yeah and so he and he read excerpts from the bible I think mm-hmm. yeah probably um <laughs> and like I remember my friend and I were um waiting and like just waiting to like line up like we literally went to Disneyland just to see I remember to your story and he, and she had this she took this video of me and she um she's like Isla are you how, how are you feeling about you're about to see Chris Hemsworth how, like how do you feel and I was just kind of like yay like I was just <laughs> I was just like amazed that I was gonna see him and then like he sang in his beautiful Australian he spoke in this beautiful Australian accent with like all about stuff like that anyway that was kind of cool but it wasn't an encounter and I've gotten more I had more encounters per se um when I worked in downtown Disney because oh I bet some people and so you will know this because you watched Supernatural oh of course do you remember I believe it was him yeah John Winchester, young John yes. Winchester. Matt Cohen. Yes, I yes. think I saw him. I think I sat him and his mother. No, mother. No, <laughs> <laughs> I sat him and his daughter and his wife. I sat his daughter and his wife first, and then he came to the table after, and I like passed by, and I was like, "Is that?" What? Uh, I was like, "That." I was like, "That's young John Winchester." John, John Winchester. And then there was another moment where Josh Gad came into the restaurant and um, he had a huge party of like 20 and him and his whole like family were there and like I couldn't seat him because I was leading the host stand and so I was just kind of like okay like this host is gonna take you to your table and Josh Gad and his family strolled on over to their table oh my god yeah that's that's about it (laughs) I don't have cool stories like Sebastian Stan, obviously. That's because I spent all my money on (laughs) Comic-Con. But, yeah. I've also talked to Connie Britton, like, twice. Okay. When I worked at Catal. I sat her at her table. She was a a sweetheart. She was amazing. She was so nice. Did you ever see, like, Disney Channel stars, like, when you were working at Disneyland? I know, like, sometimes, like, Ross Lynch and his family go out there. I personally don't remember. I know that there was a time I heard, like, before my time when I worked there, I heard that Emily Osment had come in. Wow. Uh, and this isn't a, this isn't a Disney star, but um, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. Came into my restaurant on one of the days that I wasn't working. No. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> How but, uh, dare you? <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't, I, as shocking as it is, there's, there wasn't as many, like, I gave you, like, a handful. And, like, a lot like, a lot more people come. and But I feel like they go, especially when celebrities go to the parks, it's, they go to the more expensive inside the park Of course, yes. Rather than. <laughs> downtown disney <laughs> like rainforest cafe <laughs> that's, not, that's not open anymore so man i like that place they have one here in um san antonio's so like 30 40 minutes away and i'm like mom we have to go and she's like 
no, I want like Mexican food. And I'm like, but the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my last question, because I'm pretty sure we are at 22 now. What are your hopes and goals for this coming year? What are my hopes and goals? Yes. All right. Like, by the day, the eve of the day we turn 23, if you could accomplish, like, one thing, what would it be? I feel like there's a lot like there's a lot of personal goals I want right there's a lot of professional goals I want so I'm gonna start with like the professional yeah do like one of each I would hope that I am in grad school by this time next year that I am pursuing a master's like I had originally planned do I know where that's going to be? No, but I'm hoping that it's happening. Um, on a more personal level, ideally, I would like to save enough money to move out by my birthday. Fair. But again, anything could happen, so who knows? <laughs> move like back to Fullerton or? Um... Um, Probably not. Spain. I would probably just move out and stay close because that's another thing that I realized. Mm-hmm. It is important to me that I'm close to family. Family. And so I loved my time at Fullerton and what I had, but after I had graduated, what was I going to stay down there for? I didn't know where I was going to grad school, and I didn't know if I would be staying down there, and I didn't necessarily, like, In my opinion, like, I said this to my friend when she went to visit. I was like, there's not much of a difference, if you think about it, on, like, what you're going to do to, like, in general. If you go to L.A. or SoCal compared to if you stay up here in NorCal. Because what are the two most things in common that most people do? Eat and drink. And you can do that anywhere. (laughs) So (laughs) why, like what's the difference yeah so I would probably move out with my best friend and we would get a place together um just stay around San Jose because I don't know who knows where life's gonna take me I actually really miss San Jose I miss uh I didn't think I missed it like when I moved like when I was gone in Florida and I was uh-huh. like yeah I don't really like San Jose then I would come back, and, like, now that I'm here, I'm like, there's just so much to do in San Jose I never did. Yeah. Like, especially one, because there's a lot of things here, like, as someone under the age of 21, you can't really do. hmm And now that I'm over, I'm like, okay, there's so many beautiful wineries that I can go to. There's so many, like, cool restaurants and things. Yeah. And all things that I can, like, enjoy. Like, we have the coastline. That's not necessarily, like... That's the one thing that I will say. The, the thing that I do miss about <laughs> SoCal versus NorCal, I don't have to go over a hill to get yeah. to the beach when I was in SoCal, but you do have to when you're up here. Right. Um, but, yeah. So, it's just... It's, it's different. But I... I don't really... After COVID, I, like, halted my ideas of expectations 
and goals and like things that I wanted in my life because I was like anything could happen for real oh my god it could all be taken away again or something like no idea like and but now I actually am I recently got a job offer so and that's something oh I didn't congrats wow feel. thank you where and at want to do it's a um teen teen young adult residential um mental health rehab center that sounds fun I mean, so, well, not, like, fun for, like, the mental illness, but, you know, you know what I mean. Right, right. <laughs> so, and, I, and that's an opportunity I would have never had if I stayed down or if I moved. Right, if I yeah. Back. So, yeah. And, like, I didn't realize before, but there's so many connections I have up here with, like, family and friends that live up here while in, in Southern California. I really didn't have anyone or anything that I could connect to. I had, like, three friends really, in like, Oregon. Really, yeah, it was re- really, like... <laughs> starting from scratch like all right, right build yourself up rather like i feel like people are always saying it's so important to build connections and like build a network and stuff like that well how are you supposed to do that if you don't know anyone to begin with where you are yeah even like so. coming back home and you know hanging out with people but like feeling like i never even left for three years you know yeah that's when i'm like oh it feels like home here yeah yeah, yeah. it's just a different it's just and I feel like people that like and granted there are probably some people that are like I hated my hometown I never want to go back blah blah all this <laughs> stuff but like for me I was like I want to get out of San Jose I don't want to like I don't want to be here blah blah all this stuff and but then I'm coming back and I'm like why did I want to leave like I don't like maybe like I needed it part of me was like I needed it but another part of me is like you probably could have done without it too like there's just so many factors that yeah I was always like, why San Jose? Like, you know, I was like, oh, we're just like a little, you know, staying on the map. Like, it's San Francisco's, like, where it's at. But, like, when did I ever, like, go to San Francisco? (laughs) That's actually where I saw all most of my, like, musicals and shows. I go to San Francisco for shows, for Pride, and for a day trip. Yeah, but I, like, that's Yeah, it it, it has to be, like, an event. (laughs) Yeah. But now I'm, like, you know, we've moved to, like, the middle of nowhere, Texas. And I'm, like, man, what's it like to have more than one Starbucks in a town? Oh, my gosh. Is yours, like, town really that small? It's pretty small. I mean, like, the bigger towns, like, San Antonio and Austin, we're, like, right in between. But it's, like, it's called, like, hill country. So it's literally just, like, a couple gas stations, a couple schools, a few medical offices. Um, Yeah. Is pretty small. <laughs> but, well, that was 22 questions. Good for us. I know. It's our Taylor Swift birthday. I was like, is it still outdated? Like, can I still post that caption? Oh, I'm definitely going to be like, what's up, everybody? It's my Taylor Swift birthday. Here's the song 22. Like, what it's year did that oh, song come out? I need to Google. Hold on. I'm going to Google what year that song came out. Because I've literally been thinking about posting that since it came out. It was, it came out, it was on Red. I feel like Red came out. Oh like my god, it was in 2013. Ah, oh, right. Jesus Christ, I didn't know it was that long ago. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping she re-releases. Because she just re-releases. Yes, fearless. I saw. Good for Red. her. I'm hoping she does it with Speak Now and Red. Because please, 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 please. I would love to hear new songs and new ways that she wants to interpret i know i'm so excited good for her she's doing great (laughs) 
2013, what is it? 2021. Oh god, math. 13. Okay, we're eight years late, but I don't know about you, but uh, we're feeling 22. We're feeling 22. <laughs> uh-huh. Amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like our uh, Taurus really came out oh, absolutely. in this podcast. Absolutely. So important. Everyone needs a Taurus in their life. Stability. Yes, that's what we're here for. Stability. Mm-hmm. Resilience. Exactly. Bad jokes. <laughs> Masking our feelings with laughter. Honestly, joking about mental illness so I don't have to deal with it on the outside. <laughs> exactly. And that's the definition of a Taurus. That is who up. we you are. Google, definition, go look it up. Google the horoscope <laughs> for this month. Yes. <laughs> well, right. this was very fun. This a good um, fun. recap. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm feeling 22. I don't know about you. Don't know about you, but uh, I also am feeling 22. There we go. (laughs) I'm going to, I'll just input part of that song and close out the podcast with that. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you liked it. I am hopefully going to have some content coming out for you next week. Um, It would absolutely make my birthday amazing if you would share this podcast with a friend. Um, And as my gift back to you, um, halfway through our Zoom call, my cat Ash was next to the door and he just like totally snorted out of nowhere. And I got it on tape. Um, So I'm just going to input the blooper audio of Ash snorting. I don't know if you could hear it. You have to turn the volume up really loud, but it's hilarious. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. Share the podcast with a friend and I will talk to you guys next week. Okay, we're back up. (laughs) What the heck? Did you just hear my cat snort? How was your cat? That was my (laughs) cat. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That was my cat Ash. He's laying right here by the door. Wow, I hope I got that on recording because I'm going to put that in the episode.